Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video. Today, we've got a great story of compliance relating to being treated unfairly amongst coworkers. But first, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. That said, our story of the day is from Danish protest pig, Dapper Dan fails to think things through. I graduated uni a few years back and immediately started looking for a job in my chosen field, marketing. Marketing entry-level roles were thin on the ground, so when I found a role which was a hybrid of marketing with sales support, I took it. The company was a medium-sized business, which specialized in recruitment, contractor hiring, and headhunting. They also subcontracted work for a recruitment technology provider, which matched up perfectly with one of my other passions, technology. I absolutely loved the role. I got to do all parts of the marketing and sales lifecycle. I got to work with suppliers, event organizers, clients, staff all across the company, meet new people, and do really exciting things. I had two managers, the one who managed the sales team and the one who managed marketing. The marketing manager was a kindred spirit. The sales manager was old school sales, an arrogant and headstrong late 40s man who lived for making deals and boasting about them. Shiny shoed, silver tongued, I'll call him Dapper Dan. We were not friends. For about 18 months, things went swimmingly. I'd do marketing half the time, then divide the rest of the time between sales support and billable work. Billable was building custom career and job sites to host the recruitment system front end. A steep learning curve, but with the help of some web dev friends, I got pretty familiar with simple site builds. Being tech aligned meant I was always looking digital first. Bringing the company into the age of social media, SEO and SEM, website optimization, and multi-channel marketing. Dapper Dan sneered at such things. He saw digital as a waste of money. However, we were always able to justify the spend on digital by offsetting the billable website work. The marketing manager eventually moved on to bigger and better things. Rather than promote me or hire in a replacement, the company moved the marketing responsibilities to Dapper Dan. Dapper Dan's changes were immediate and far-reaching. He removed the digital budget. He required that 50% of my time would be sales support to better enable the sales team. He incorporated the billable work with his own team's revenue. He rewrote my annual objectives to align purely with sales targets rather than marketing. When I voiced my objections, he took me aside for a friendly chat and told me if I didn't like it, I could always leave. Naturally, I went and complained extensively to the departed marketing manager over drinks. After listening sympathetically for 45 minutes, she held up a hand, said stop, and shared some life advice. Each job pays you twice. You get your money now, that's your wage. You also get experience now, that's how you get paid in the future. So are you still getting paid? Yes. Are you still learning? No. Figure out how to keep learning or leave. Taking the advice to heart. I busted my butt for the next year. 
I worked on digital outside of office hours. I made friends with the tech provider support and dev teams. I went to developer group meetups, attended conferences, studied for and acquired industry qualifications. I joined the National Marketers and Digital Marketers Group. I dug through blogs, articles, emailed people, took every opportunity to cross skill, upskill, to learn. And I sat with a smile on my face in the sales meeting as Dapper Dan delegated dumb do-work to me so his team of sycophants could make the company's growth figures look spectacular. Spectacular they were, to the point that the company was acquired and Dapper Dan betrayed me. You see, managers have the discretion to assign a pool of shares to high-performing staff. The shares have no real value and can't be traded, but in the event of a management buyout, they would suddenly have value and quite a lot of value. Dapper Dan felt it appropriate to reward every salesperson in his team with a generous parcel of shares. As a support person, I would not be the beneficiary of such kindness. I'd had a verbal agreement with the previous marketing manager that the pool would be shared across the entire team, so I was pretty shocked to discover I'd been excluded from the pool. I queried him on it, per the previous agreement, and he said verbatim, Well, a verbal agreement is only worth the paper it's written on. You don't make any sales. You haven't built the business. You don't get a cut. If you didn't like it, he reiterated, you're welcome to leave. That is exactly what I decided to do. Except, I didn't tell him. The way the contract handover works in this instance is that all staff cease employment with Company X on one day. The following day, they commence employment with Company Y. Annual leave is paid out and begins to reaccrue at the new employer. Other arrangements, salaries, long service leave and length of service, may be transferred to the new employer. About six weeks before the handover, Dapper Dan passed me my new contract. I waited a week, came back with some enthusiastic queries on the new benefits, which took him two weeks to follow up. I quietly registered a domain name and parked it then spun up a WordPress instance and started building a personal blog. Three weeks away from drop date, everyone's frantically running around getting all the deals as close as possible to closing, and employment contracts are the last thing on his mind. I go back to him, I tell him I have a couple more things I need to check out, and I'll email them through to him before I sign it. I spend a few more nights throwing together a bunch of blog articles relating to recruitment technology how-to articles, that kind of stuff, many of my own installation notes. A week passes, I fire off a couple of really complex questions about the transfer of benefits. He obviously forgets about them. Then, in the week of the handover, catches heat from the HR team about the outstanding contract and pulls me into a meeting room to berate me over not having signed the new contract. I explain that I'm waiting on his feedback on those specific points before I'll commit that I don't want to be disadvantaged moving into the new role, call out the lack of share option as an example. Clearly frustrated, he drops the words I've been waiting for. If the signed contract is not on my desk Friday, don't bother coming into the office Monday. He paused for dramatic effect and reiterated, I mean it, you won't have a job. I replied that I completely understand and that I'll have everything he needs on his desk by close of business Friday. On Friday afternoon, Dapper Dan leaves the office early to attend his normal client networking visits, which typically involves long lunches and alcohol. At 4.45pm, I save the final set of forecasting and reporting to the share drive, send an email to the IT team passing over access to the marketing LastPass account, 
which contains the global database of usernames and passwords for all digital assets, including client sites, an Excel workbook containing my reporting macros and the location of all my documentation. I redirect my phone to Dapper Dan's desk number, lock my laptop. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Up and leave it on his desk along with my ID card. Over the weekend, I push my personal website live and add my contact details to my LinkedIn profile, switching it to actively searching mode. I figure my holiday pay will cover me for a couple of weeks of downtime before I have to go diving back into the workforce. On Monday, I'm enjoying a long walk in the spring sunshine with my dog, who's incredibly happy that his humans not disappeared down the driveway at 7.20 per normal. We stop for coffee at a local cafe, and my phone begins to ring. It's one of the sales drones at the old company. I ignore it and thoroughly enjoy the freedom of being able to amble through a park without anywhere to be. The phone buzzes another 8 or 10 times by the time I get home. The poop? has well and truly hit the windmill. I check my voicemails, ignoring those I know from my previous employer, and returning the phone calls of two ex-clients to let them know that my contract is ended, and to check in with Dapper Dan for work in progress, or contact the technology provider for support requests. Shortly afterwards, I got a call from a bemused contact who works at the technology provider, who's been fielding support calls that I'd normally handle. He listens with increasing interest as I explain the situation, then tells me he'll call back shortly. Ten minutes later, he's back with the head of product on the line asking about my lunch preferences. She arranges to meet me at a nearby Thai place over a delicious red duck curry. She cheerfully describes the wonders of a career as a contractor. She also mentions the day rates for highly qualified, industry certified staff. Mentioned that tech provider was really struggling to find such staff and gives me the number of a recruiter who may or may not have been on tech suppliers preferred supplier list. I call the recruiter on the way home. Meanwhile, my collection of voicemails from Dapper Dan was growing by the hour as he came to grips with the breadth of the problem that he generated. At some point in the late afternoon, HR must have clicked as to what had happened, and I received a polite SMS from the personal number of the regional HR directory, asking if I was available for a quick chat. I call through and discuss the options presented to me by Dapper Dan on Friday, and that I felt I had no option but to follow his instructions. They probed for more information, and it became apparent they were unaware that Dapper Dan had pulled an ultimatum without first engaging HR. They then informed me that to benefit from the sale of my shares, I would need to transfer to the new company and remain in their employment for a full year. When I explained that I had no such share options, there was a full four-second silence. 
it transpires that this too was not adequately communicated to HR. I mentioned that I'd appreciate it if Dapper Dan could discontinue his voicemails to me, as I found them unprofessional and had no intent of recommencing employment under his management. We ended the call politely, I wished them all the best, and regretted the conversation had to happen under such circumstances. My contract for tech provider came through via the PSL agency at 11pm that evening and was signed and returned the following day. I was deployed to the client site that Wednesday. Post departure, I met up with one of the old IT team at a conference three months after it all went down. He was ecstatic to fill me in on what had happened. The first notice anyone got of it was the service desk asking who they should route my last pass account to and why I'd be passing it around. One of the techs came up to my floor to find me, then found an empty desk, asked around for where I'd moved to and no one knew. That was the first call from one of the sales drones trying to locate me. The tech went to Dapper Dan's desk and found my laptop with my ID and posted note taped to it. He put two and two together, went back downstairs and checked the access logs and realized the last time I'd logged in was Friday. He then locked my account for security purposes and went to HR to check if there was a lever form. HR checks, no lever form, and a great big red cross next to employment contract received. HR calls Dapper Dan, who's not in the office. Dapper Dan says, no, contract should be on my desk. It was on there on Friday. I'm out on the road at the moment. Give me till lunchtime and I'll sort it out. Obviously thinking that I'm grandstanding, starts to call me and leave messages, then progressively gets agitated as he realizes I'm not coming back. When he gets into the office, he can't find the contract either, so he goes to HR and explains what has happened, says I've been stonewalling them and it's cool, he'll get it sorted, it's between me and him. HR says, um, no, this is our thing now, and the HR director sends me the SMS. Shortly after the phone conversation, the HR director walks into a sales meeting and very abruptly pulls Dapper Dan out. They disappear into a meeting room where it may only be assumed that Dapper Dan was required to spell out exactly what had occurred and address the comments that I had made. I suspect he came completely clean at that stage. Dapper Dan was subsequently reamed as only HR and senior management can ream a manager who screwed up. He was demoted, decoupled from marketing, his budget reduced by half, and a new separate marketing function created. His team were collectively put under review and forced to carry out their own reporting, tracking, and metrics, which lacked the coherence and consistency that I'd been able to deliver. This reduced the capacity of the team. A couple of them left and they missed out on some key deals. In the fallout, they completely dropped the ball on the client website builds. They went to market to try to find a resource who could fulfill these builds, and Dapper Dan was reportedly astounded to discover that experienced technical marketing staff are both hard to find and expensive to recruit. They were unable to fill the role, and the builds were taken back in-house by the tech provider, who now had an experienced resource to deploy, me. I ended up working on three of these at full utilization rate, which was paid by the new company. I'm pretty sure Dapper Dan would have seen the funding arrangements for these and would know my day rate, which is substantially higher than his. Much later, as the sales lead, Dapper Dan had to bear the displeasure of his superiors for the full 12 months before he could claim his share payout. It would have been a really, really crappy 12 months for him. He resigned within two weeks of the anniversary of the purchase, 
and the company enforced a six-month notice period and another 12-month no-compete clause. Any benefit he would have received from the share payout would have been consumed over that 12 months unless he switched industries or moved cities. Last time I saw, he was on the job market. As for me, happily living the life of the contractor, I get paid for the hours I work, and I work the hours I want. My old marketing manager is now VP of something at a large multinational. I've used her speech several times when giving young, frustrated staff career advice. If you were working at a job which was steady work, but you got screwed out of a essentially a, a tangible bonus here, when you were doing a lot of heavy lifting, would you rather quit without having a job lined up and looking for a place that actually respects you? Or would you rather still begrudgingly continue that consistent work until something else just makes more sense? Let me know how you would want to handle something like that in the comments down below. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now if you want to hear another compliance story that was crazier than the one in this video, check out the video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.